everybody, welcome to a special edition of Chasing Emmy today. Uh, gosh, it's the best time for us to do this because the Emmy nominations just came out, and I'm here with my good podcast buddy, Kristen Baldwin, uh, to discuss the nominations. Hey, Kristen. Hello. Where's Henry? Where is Henry? Henry is, you know what? It was a lot to take in the Emmy nominations, and maybe he just needed to go lie down. He's bereft. I think he's bereft. Because no Christine Baranski? Yeah, that's one. That's definitely one. Uh, we had, There's a few of our picks that were a little off, and we're going to go over them now for you. We're going to go over the major categories, of course, being comedy and drama and the actors uh, in each category. Let's start with uh, best drama because we were almost right here, Kristen. We were almost right. Uh, the nominees for Outstanding Drama Series were Game of Thrones, The Handmaid's Tale, This Is Us, Westworld, The Americans, The Crown, Stranger Things. What did we get wrong? Well, Kristen? we had thrown in Homeland, uh, and we didn't have Stranger Things. So that was sort of the one uh, little slip up. But otherwise, we were we were right on point. And, you know, this is a category that, despite there being so much TV, it's almost... It's almost the easiest to predict in a way because all the shows that are in this category are such, you know, either critical or ratings blockbusters, sometimes both. Yeah. All right, let's go into the outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Uh, the nominees were Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Jason Bateman, Ozark, Ed Harris, Westworld, Matthew Reese, The Americans, Jeffrey Wright, Westworld, Milo Ventimiglia, This Is Us. Kristen, what did we get wrong? Well... Uh, we had Freddie Highmore down as, and I'm still, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm in my feelings about this one. I, I love Freddie Highmore so much on The Good Doctor. I thought, I really thought, I really thought that he would eke out a nomination. Uh, he did not. Uh, Ed Harris is a nice surprise from Westworld. We also had Donald Sutherland from Trust, you know, which is the FX drama about the Getty kidnapping. Uh, and, you know, that was, I think, a little bit of a risk, but, you know, people love Donald Sutherland. He's obviously a legendary actor, so I guess we thought that he would he he would right. eke in there, but he didn't. So, I mean, I think otherwise, you know, I was surprised, though, by Jason Bateman, I have to say. I am, too, and I think we're both surprised because of what happened with Arrested Development and the press over the way that he handled... Uh, interviews and specifically, you know, Jessica uh, uh, and and onset behavior back in the day. Yes, that said, though, Ozark is a show that has really uh, gained a lot of momentum. It was one of those shows that kind of came out of nowhere and people started uh, really getting addicted to it. And his performance, you know, even before the kerfuffle over uh, Arrested Development in that interview has been, you know, uh, praised quite consistently so you know I don't hold I don't think he it, it's that he doesn't deserve one it's just I was surprised to see it especially over Freddie Highmore which is a broadcast tv hit and how often do we see one of those right yes I agree I agree all right outstanding lead actress in a drama series Elizabeth Moss The Handmaid's Tale Carrie Russell The Americans Evan Rachel Wood Westworld Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve, Claire Foy, The Crown, and Tatiana Maslany, Orphan Black. What did we miss here? Well, let's see. Lead actress in a drama. We certainly did not have Tatiana Maslany for Orphan Black. And that's something where yeah. I think uh, 
you know, what's interesting about that is it really reminds you that the eligibility period uh, combined with our collective short attention span can really for, yeah. uh, mess with your mind. And because I the first my first reaction with Tatiana when I heard that name was, wait, didn't that show end like three years ago? But no, it didn't. It was yeah. eligible. So, you know, that's that's she obviously is another one who's given a great performance and deserves a nomination. It just really wasn't on the on the radar. Uh, we had Christine Bransky for the good fight Ugh. I'm bumming about I, bumming, that bumming bumming uh, we had Viola Davis for how to get away with murder but I believe she was actually nominated in guest actress for drama uh, for for the crossover with uh, Scandal uh, which was kind of scandalous because Carrie Washington wasn't nominated for that yes crossover. so it's really bizarre she didn't get the nomination for lead but she did get recognized uh, we uh, we had Mandy Moore, and guess who didn't have Mandy yeah, Moore? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sorry. The Emmys. Bad. How is that bad. possible? Yeah. Come on. Uh, well, she's got some pretty stiff competition. No, it's true. Pretty it's stiff true. competition. And maybe next year with the I Americans mean, out of the running, you know, perhaps... Uh, she'll get us get a shot, but I, otherwise, I do think uh, all of these uh, nominees are are very deserving. And you know, I'm glad to see Sandra O oh get getting nominated. It hurts my heart that Jodie Comer, her co-star in Killing Eve, did not get nominated. But I really think the problem is that they both submitted in lead actress, and they canceled each other out. If yeah. Comer had submitted. You know, granted, she's the other half of the show. I understand why, you know, she certainly is a lead actress in that show. But if she had submitted in supporting, I think she would have had a little bit more of a shot. Yes. Comer, if, you, if you're if you not familiar with the show, she basically plays the villain of this show. And I think this is one where they could definitely have used some advice for strategy. I, I definitely think she would have gotten the nomination had she gone for to sure. supporting. Mm. All right. Speaking of which, let's go to Outstanding Supporting Actor uh, in Drama Series. It's uh, Nikolai Koster-Valdo, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones, Joseph Fine from The Handmaid's Tale, David Harbour, Stranger Things, Mandy Patinkin, Homeland, and Matt Smith, The Crown. All right, Kristen, what did we get wrong in this category? Well, it hurts me to say that we, we hoped that Justin Hartley from This Is Us would get his nomination in this category. Unfortunately, he did not. Uh, he had a great season with the rehab and the therapy, but he just didn't get it. We also had Jeffrey Wright in this category, which was incorrect. Uh, he's obviously uh, in lead, and he got a nomination, for, so good for him. Finally, uh, we didn't have Matt Smith from The Crown, which I know you know you don't even want to talk to me about the fact that I don't want to watch The Crown. So let's you know just skip right over that. But here's here's where things get interesting. Mandy Patinkin did receive a nomination. In our uh, sort of round robin of choosing nominations in this episode, we ultimately decided to dump the patink. Dump the patink. And that was probably me. It was me. Yes. Our producer is nodding. She's saying, yes, yes, it was you. And I Great. screwed it up for all of Thanks, us. Kristen. So my apologies. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a good category. I'm excited it about this category. category. Uh, it is a, is a really good category. Uh, this is going to be a fun one to predict too, because oh gosh, it's I, I mean, I'm feeling Peter Dinklage, but I don't know. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right, let's jump to outstanding supporting actress in a drama series: Alexis Bledel, The Handmaid's Tale; Lena Headey, Game of Thrones; Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things; Anne Dowd, The Handmaid's Tale; Vanessa Kirby, The Crown; Thandi Newton, Westworld; and Yvonne Stravowski. Stravowski. Strahovski. The yeah. Handmaid's Tale. Strahovski, yes. 
Uh, what about here? Yes, we uh, we went we talked about Millie Bobby Brown, but we did not have her. Uh, we, uh, you know, what shocks me here? Where's the Margot Martindale? Where is Margot Martindale? She was on our list. Well, she was re- she was replaced. She was replaced by Vanessa Kirby from The Crown, who's totally deserving. She plays the Queen's sister. So I, I, I'm i fine with that. I, I'm a little sad for Chrissy Metz. She didn't get the nomination. Yes, we had... She was she was on our list as well. We also didn't have Yvonne Strahovski uh, from Handmaid's Tale, but I do think she absolutely deserves it, as as does Ann Dowd, of course, who was fantastic. So there were a couple in this one that were a surprise. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss the comedy nominees. This is Lynette Rice. I'm with Kristen Baldwin, and we're, we're talking Emmys on Chasing Emmy. Welcome back to our special edition of Chasing Emmy. This is Lynette Rice. I'm here with Kristen Baldwin. Unfortunately, our good buddy Henry Goldblatt is not with us. We think he's off mourning somewhere, that nomination for Jason Bateman for Ozark. Do you think that's what it is, Kristen? You know, he's also the editor in chief of Entertainment Weekly, so he's sometimes. Oh, I don't believe it. And he might have some. He might have no, some other. He's off drinking uh, with Christine Baranski. Obligations. They're, they're having like I solemn so. shots somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Pour yeah. one out. All right, let's talk comedy. Let's start with the big category. The big, big category, Outstanding Comedy Series. The nominees this year are Atlanta, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Blackish, Silicon Valley, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, Barry, and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. How did we do, Kristen? You know, we did pretty well. Uh, we did not have Barry, though it was uh, one that I was pleading for. Uh, we didn't have Silicon Valley, uh, but we had the rest. So, uh, oh no, one one more, one big one. We had Will and Grace. Yeah, and Will and Grace did not get nominated, nor did Aaron, Eric McCormick, Debra. nor did Deborah. The only one uh, Megan Mullally yes, did. Yes, which we'll discuss in a minute. I was really... I was really surprised to see that Will and Grace was not in this category, and yet they gave it again to Kimmy Schmidt and Silicon Valley. But, you know, it's not like Will and Grace is hurting for Emmys in the course of its long run, but the show is a hit. It's done very well. It's, you know, I was just shocked that that didn't get a nomination. And, of course, no nomination for Roseanne. You're not hurting over that. Yeah. We knew that nomination was out the window as soon as she started typing those 280 characters. Let's go to Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Uh, nominees this year are Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Allison Janney for Mom, Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie, Pamela Adlon for Better Things, and Issa Rae for Insecure. How do we do here? We got them all right except for two. We had Deborah Messing uh, instead of Pamela Adlon, and we, we had Allison Brie instead of Issa Rae. Um, so Deborah Messing for Will and Grace, Allison Brie for Glow. Um, you know, obviously Pamela Adlin is fantastic. Better Things is a great show, and I'm so glad that it's still getting recognized. It obviously was overshadowed a little bit last season by the Louis C.K. scandal. He's a former uh, exec producer. Yeah, is, this, and Issa yeah, is Rae, that a sympathy nomination then because she had such a hell of a year? 
No, because the season was incredible. And that scandal really only came toward the end of the season and sort of overshadowed the finale. But the season itself was incredible. And, uh, you know, I think she really deserves it. So I would hate to characterize this as a sympathy nod. I think she really deserved it. And Issa Rae, of course, is fantastic. Alison Brie is so good. Once again, you know, I wish that she had gotten some love, but Glow did get nominated. And Betty Gilpin, her uh, supporting actress co-star, did. So that's that's good. Uh I'm, again, I'm surprised about Deborah Messing. I'm totally surprised. Totally surprised. Uh, okay, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series: Donald Glover, Atlanta; Bill Hader, Barry; Anthony Anderson, Blackish; Ted Danson, The Good Place; William H Macy, Shameless; and Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Kristen. All right. Well, we had John Goodman of Roseanne uh, instead of Ted Danson for The Good Place. Uh, we also had Eric McCormick, Will and Grace, instead of, and this was probably just fantasy on our th- our yeah. part, uh, instead of William H. Macy. You know, William H. Macy is an excellent actor, seems like a lovely guy, very talented, but like I, I will never understand why they keep nominating this show. Uh, I just yeah, I'm won't. with you. I'm with you, girl. <laughs> I'm with you, girl. But, you know, Bill Hader was Bill Hader was a great uh, addition to this category. You know, with Veep out of the way, it certainly clears uh, leaves some space in the comedy category and comedy actors. But there are obviously actors and supporting actors who get a lot of nods uh, from Veep as well. So it, you know, gives us some space to add new blood like Bill Hader. That's fantastic. And, of course, Ted Danson from The Good Place. People were really hoping that uh, he would get a nod, and he's so fantastic in that show, so congrats. All right, Outstanding Supporting Actor at a Comedy Series, Brian Tyree Henry in Atlanta, Henry Winkler in Barry, Louis Anderson in Baskets, Alec Baldwin in Saturday Night Live, Titus Burgess in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Tony Shalhoub in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Kenan Thompson in Saturday Night Live. We had Alec Baldwin from SNL, Tony Shalhoub from Mrs. Maisel, Titus Burgess from Kimmy Schmidt, and Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta. We did not have Keenan or Louie or Henry Winkler. Uh, we had some Sean Hayes in there, another Will and Grace uh, snub. We had Mark Marin from Glow, uh, who is fantastic in both seasons. So uh, that's a snub that kind of hurts. But otherwise, you know, I'm glad to see Keenan Thompson get a nomination. He's fantastic as always. He's the glue right now. He he's is the glue. Taken over Phil, he's taken over Phil Hartman's mantle as the glue. Uh, so yeah, he's, uh, and Henry Winkler. God yeah, bless I, him. He's so I funny. I like the Emmy show. noms better than ours. Henry Winkler is so Yes, I think they got it right. <laughs> I think they got it right. And you know what? I think maybe we should let them do this again because they seem to pick better than we do. <laughs> I know. Case. I know. All right. Outs- outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series Zazie Beats, Atlanta. Is it Zazie or Zazie? I'm going to guess Zazie. Okay. All right. <laughs> Alex Bornstein, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, A.D. Bryant, Saturday Night Live, Betty Gilpin, Glow, Leslie Jones, Saturday Night Live, Katie McKinnon, Saturday Night Live, Lori Metcalf, Ro- Roseanne, and Megan Mullally, Will and Grace. Yay to the Saturday Night Live girls. Yes. And uh, we had the Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon, uh, we had Lori Metcalf. And Megan Mullally, but some of our other picks, we had Rita Moreno and Jessica Walter for Supporting Actress. So we were off on that. You know, it's great to see Zazie Beetz and Alex Bordenstein, Bordenstein from Mrs. Maisel. A.D. Bryant is fantastic. And really the one that warms my heart the most is Betty Gilpin from Glow. 
Uh, she's a real uh, breakout in that show, especially in season two. So this is a big category. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Is that eight? Wow. They can go up to nine, I suppose. And so I'm a little surprised by that. There must These must have been ties. So, uh, and, and so many SNLs, and yet I, I am a little surprised about Jessica Walsh not being there, Kristen. I think this season of Arrested, you know, wasn't as beloved as others. And, uh, you know, it was somewhat overshadowed by the scandal. And then, you know, you just have... You have so much competition, and it's great to see somebody like Zazie from Atlanta get nominated. And it was interesting. We discussed whether or not anyone from Roseanne would get nominated, and we, we did say that the one who seemed like a lock would be Laurie Metcalf because she is universally beloved. She was essentially as far removed from that uh, meltdown scandal as anyone on that show could have been, and she was great on the show. So it's nice to see Laurie... Metcalf getting nominated for Roseanne. She was fantastic. You know, as ugly as the, the ending of the show was in terms of how it kind of flamed out due to Roseanne's meltdown, uh, you know, there was some great acting on it, and it's nice to see it get recognized. And it, it's another indication that people aren't going to hold her accountable for the behavior of, you know, her co-star. All right, before we go, I, I just want to be able to we just we just got to let it out here, Kristen. We just have to. What is the, what is the one snub that makes you sad today? That makes you feel so so wronged. You know, it just makes me feel some things. Um, I think yeah. the snub that probably hurts the most for me is Freddie Highmore. Um, I'm really sad that he didn't get a nomination for that show. It's uh, you know, I, I really thought he had it in the bag. He's excellent in the show. He's the lead. It's a hit. He plays somebody with autism. And you know voters love somebody, uh, a character, you know, with a with a difficult condition to over, overcome. So I really thought he had it in the bag. That said, he's still incredibly talented and he can cry himself to sleep on his pillow of money. So fine. But that one hurt the most for me. Uh, for me, I think it was pretty clear early on in, in this podcast. Uh, it's Christine Bransky. Mm. Uh, and basically anyone from The Good Fight. Yes. Uh, th- this is a show that I think is still struggling to find an audience because it's on a, a rather new platform of original programming that CBS All Access that's probably to blame. I, I don't know. There's so much coverage of this show. I don't understand why TV Academy members aren't watching this show. It's 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 one to watch. I realize you people got a lot to watch, but don't skip this one. Don't yeah. skip it. Dig deep. You know, I know it's one more thing to subscribe to, but it really will enrich your life. All right. That's all that we have uh, for this edition. But fear not, folks. We're not going away. We're going to have a second season of Chasing Emmy beginning July 23rd. We're going to break down the nominees again, and then we're going to give our picks for who we think will win come September. You excited about it, Kristen? I'm so excited. I feel like I could talk about the Emmys every day between now and the actual air date in September. 